Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back. It's Kim Eagle. This is the Earn That Body podcast, and I'm always happy to have you here. We're going to be going over a couple old podcast episodes in the next weeks to come, and this is the reason, or I should say two reasons why. Uh, Just so you know, in August, I sort of like to take the month to take as much work off my plate as possible so I can use that time to plan for my September, October, November, December. So that final quarter is generally pretty crazy and pretty busy for me. One reason why is because, let's face it, September is sort of like New Year's for a lot of women out there, meaning vacations are over, the kids are going back to school, and so many people are ready to get their nutrition back on track, to get their workouts back on track, to sign up for an Ear in That Body program in September because they know they need to dial it back in, but they cannot do it during the summer, which I totally understand. So that just means my final quarter of the year tends to be super busy with a lot of clients, which is fantastic, not a problem, I love it. But I love to use August as that month to just take a step back, take a little bit of work off my plate so that I can come up with some new program ideas for the last quarter of the year, even the next year ahead, and to really just work on some changes and get ready for that September month that tends to be a little crazy. (laughs) So that's why in the next couple weeks, I'm going to be doing some repeat podcast episodes, but not podcast episodes that you just listened to recently. These are actually from over a year ago, or I should say at least some of them are from last year, if not further back. And the second reason why I want to replay these is because I went ahead and figured out which ones are needed to be heard again the most. And I figure that out when I hear what clients are struggling with and I hear what people are struggling with and when the emails come in and people are asking me what they should do for A, B, or C and the same things are coming up over and over, I know that these are topics that people are still struggling with. And so whether you heard this, this these episodes before or maybe have never heard these episodes, they are going to definitely help you with your fitness, with your nutrition, with your overall health ahead. And again, even if you've heard it before over a year ago, I would probably still recommend you listen again because chances are you forgot a few things or could use that sort of re-inspiration to dial things back in. Because for some reason, we all go back to our old ways, right? So when something's happening, we tend to go back to our old ways, even though you may be like, I know Kim taught me otherwise, but I'm gonna go back to my old ways. But then you're gonna hear this podcast episode and you're gonna go, you know what? She was right when I did it that way originally. That's when I felt my best. So that's why you're gonna hear a couple repeat episodes in the weeks to come. But don't worry, I've got some great new episodes coming up after that and some great new ideas for the fall for Earn That Body as well. So 
Today's topic, what are we gonna be talking about again? Well, we're gonna talk about how much exercise do we really need? Now, some of you might think, well, oh, I already know how much exercise I need, this is what I do, and I, I guess it works for me. But if you haven't been losing weight, or you're not getting faster, or you are not getting stronger, or you don't feel your best, then maybe you don't know how much exercise you need. Because everybody thinks that, oh, if I work out more, I can eat more, but yet that never works either, right? So we're gonna be talking about a lot of those things from this past episode called How Much Exercise Do We Need? All of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, it perfectly times with the topic of the podcast, but this particular article I came about in health news is about burnout. Can it hurt your heart? Here's what you can do. A new study found a link between extreme burnout and a type of irregular heart rhythm. Atrial fibrillation, also known as AFib, or you may also see it as AF, is the most common type of irregular heartbeat, affecting at least 2.7 million Americans. New research found a link between severe burnout, also known as vital exhaustion, and the risk of developing atrial fibrillation. So feeling exhausted, irritable, and dejected all the time is basically a solid burnout. It is not good for your mental well-being at all. And when it occurs at work, it's definitely not good for your career either. And this new study suggests that this burnout feeling that you may be having could also damage the heart and lead to a potentially dangerous irregular heart rhythm. Now, atrial fibrillation, as I said, also known as AFib, is the most common type of irregular heartbeat. In addition to an irregular heartbeat, AFib can cause symptoms like chest pain, heart palpitations, dizziness, shortness of breath, and fatigue, and it can also increase your risk of stroke even when the symptoms are not present. So in this new study, which was just published in January 13th in the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology, researchers found this link between severe burnout and atrial fibrillation. The study suggests that exhaustion and poor coping abilities, along with depression symptoms, can contribute to atrial fibrillation. Now, I don't know about you, but I think we all know what burnout feels like. And for many of us, it is something associated with work. Um, I know that I definitely get burnout sometimes. Sometimes I don't think I can look at one more food log um, or come up with one more workout, but somehow I find a way. Um, But burnout really can happen in a severely negative way for people where it just consumes them, really, and it's just they can't get past it. And when that happens, as we can see, it can have sort of detrimental effects on your health. So if you're someone who kind of feels like you're going through that, then potentially it's something you want to work on to figure out how you can cope with it better so that it doesn't affect your health. And when I said that it sort of relates to today's podcast topic, I meant because some people are working out so much that they get workout burnout as well. So we always just want to watch the extreme levels of what we're doing. Anything we do, we don't want to do too little necessarily or too much. Now let's get back to today's topic. 
So how much exercise do we really need? I definitely want you to listen to this and see where do you fall in to this pendulum that we're talking about. Now in terms of how much exercise is recommended, Mayo Clinic says for most healthy adults, the Department of Health and Human Services recommend about 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic activity a week. Or you could do a combination of moderate and vigorous activity together. Now the guidelines suggest that you spread out this exercise during the course of a week. Greater amounts of exercise will provide even greater amounts of health benefit as long as you don't overdo it. But even small amounts of physical activity are definitely helpful. And being active for short periods of time throughout the day can add up to provide that health benefit as well. Now they also say that strength training is very important. They say strength training exercises should be done for all major muscle groups at least two times a week. And you wanna aim to do a single set of each exercise at least using a weight or a resistance level heavy enough to actually tire the muscles out in about 12 to 15 repetitions. Now, if you think about what they just said, they're talking about working the muscle group at least two times a week. One issue that I see happen for a lot of people is they do these strength training classes that don't always target the full body, or they take sort of sessions online. They do like a video online, whether it's YouTube or wherever they're getting their workouts, and maybe it's just an arms workout. And then maybe two days later, they do a legs workout, and then they do the rest cardio. Well, they probably aren't hitting the muscle group two times in a week, which is why all of my workout programs generally have a full body video, because I wanna target every muscle in the body two to three times a week, because that is truly important. That you're not just strength training three times a week, because I could strength train three times a week, but only hit my biceps one time, right? Or my glutes or my hamstrings. But you really want to target all of the muscle groups two to three times a week. Now, as a general goal, you should aim for at least 30 minutes of moderate physical activity every day. If you want to lose weight, maintain weight loss or meet specific fitness goals, you're probably gonna have to work out a little bit more. Now that all being said, let's talk about if you're not working out enough. So basically, I mean, if you're not getting in 30 minutes per day, five to six days per week, then you are probably working out too little. So if you cannot make the 30 minutes per day happen, five to six days a week, right? You're telling me you just can't do it. Let me ask you this. Could you make 30 minutes happen four days a week? Because I honestly think that is a bare minimum that you should be doing for your health. And I'm just talking about being healthy. Forget losing weight. I don't think you're probably gonna lose weight if you're working out under four days a week for that short a period as well. And the benefits of exercise are so important for our body. So I'm not just trying to focus on saying, hey, you're not going to lose weight. I'm trying to say, hey, if you're not exercising enough, if you're not getting in 30 minutes at least four days a week, at least, but really it needs to be more like five to six, but if you can't even do it four days, then some of the things that could be affected are much greater than just weight loss. So regular exercise helps prevent and manage many health problems, including stroke, 
metabolic syndrome, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, depression, anxiety, many types of cancer, arthritis, and even preventing falls from happening. So you have to know, exercise is a must for the sake of your health. It also improves your mood, it boosts your energy, it promotes better sleep, and it can increase your sex drive. How could you not want that? (laughs) Let's face it, as we get older, sex drive is going down. So all we need to do is work out a little more and maybe that's gonna help, right? Now you have to start realizing that if you are someone who really does not work out that much, this does not have to be about those vanity pounds. It has to be about your health. And that's the way you have to think about it. You have to stop putting off working out saying, oh, I'll lose weight another time. You can't put your health off because I'll tell you right now, when you get older, if you haven't been working out and taking care of yourself, everything becomes very difficult very fast to the point where maybe when you finally retire, now all of a sudden you can't work out even though you have the time because now your body is so decrepit, you have illness, and you have severe injury. Sometimes people come to me desperate to lose weight, but they tell me, They just can't work out more than two times a week. I kid you not, I definitely have clients and they're like, this is all I can do two times a week because of my family life and because of my work life. Now, I hate to be so blunt with you, but I tell those people and I'm telling you, it's not gonna cut it. Two times a week, 30 minutes, and potentially those people are just taking a walk you know, during their lunch hour, it's not gonna cut it. It's not healthy. It's not helping your cardiovascular system, your bone strength, your muscular strength. All of these things need your body to be moving so much more. So if you are this person, right, and you're like, I'm the person, I don't work out enough, I can't find the time, I wanna ask you, is it because you don't have the time? Is it because you work too much? Is it because you don't really know what exercise to do? Maybe you're not that knowledgeable, you don't go to a gym, so you're just kind of like, well, I don't even know what to do, so you just skip it. Is it because the gym is not a welcoming place in your opinion, which I totally get. A lot of people who don't work out that much, the last thing they wanna do is walk into a gym full of people who are in potentially really good shape. They're all sort of like doing all these workouts and and it's intimidating. And so maybe the gym is not a welcoming place for you. That's understandable. Or are you not working out because you absolutely hate the pain of exercise? Like you feel like it's always torture. Well, guess what? I'm going to tell you now. I want you to choose your health over any of those reasons. I want you to realize that you're not going to wake up healthy one day. It's a choice that you have to make. So if you don't have enough time, if you work so much that you could not fit in a workout, I want you to start to figure out how you can make time. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Like also just knowing that you have two days of a weekend. (laughs) So to me, anybody who works Monday through Friday, I know they can work out Saturday and Sunday because those are potentially the days they don't wait now. I also know some people are working seven days a week and that's a whole other story. You've got to find time for your health because if you're working that much, I hope you don't get burnout. We just talked about what burnout can do to your heart, right? Okay, so again, if you are that person who's not working out enough, 
How can you fit it into your busy schedule? And how can we find the workout that does inspire you so that you want to go? Because obviously right now you you don't love any exercise or you would miss it enough that you would do it a little more, right? Well, here's some tips to help you with your time issue or lack of desire. The first thing is time. When time is the issue, especially due to work, you might have to do a 30-minute lunchtime walk. If that's all you can get in, that is still better than nothing. A 30-minute walk is fantastic. You should not think that you have to do some really intense soul cycle CrossFit workout. That is not what you have to do. Moving your body for 30 minutes is what you have to do. So 30-minute walk at lunch is a great way to make it happen. You might have to do the workout before work or after work. Now, I will tell you that after work is never a good idea because you're rarely going to come home from work and feel super energized to get that workout in. So it's not going to happen more than it will. If you can get up a little bit earlier and tell yourself just for 30 minutes, I'm going to exercise, that is always the best thing you can do. Working out first thing in the morning, it sort of helps you eat healthier all day too. Like all of your healthy choices start from what you do in the morning. So if you can get it in before work, I highly recommend it. Another thing that might help you, what if you get a friend to do this with you? If you know you have to meet a friend for a workout before work, you're likely not to skip it and hit the snooze button. You know your friend is waiting for you at the park for the walk or at the gym, whatever it might be. So if that's gonna help you, get a buddy on board and get accountable. Now, another thing you could do is you could set a workout goal. What I mean by that is maybe you wanna do a 5K at some point. So you start a 5K program. Maybe you wanna be able to do 10 push-ups, full push-ups without knees down by the end of the month. So set up a little schedule. Um, How much can you bench press? Maybe you're someone who really likes to bench press. You're one of the men listening to my program and you want to be able to push this much weight. Set a workout goal, give yourself a time period, and set up a plan. Now, research says that lots of different workouts are out there, right? It does not have to be the gym. So I want you to research what these workouts are that aren't at the gym that might inspire you. Like a lot of people love martial arts and they get into it later in life. Doesn't have to be your kid going to martial arts. I know a lot of us had kids in martial arts, but a lot of adults actually go into martial arts later in life. And it's fantastic. It's a great way to sort of have a plan because they usually want you to come X amount of times per week. You can even get your belts with them. And so that gives you something to strive for. But do the research to figure out what workouts appeal to you. Because by no means should you be a runner if you absolutely hate to run. Because I can promise you, you will skip that workout every time. So do that research. And the last thing is work out at home. Like I only work out at home pretty much, like 90% of the time. So for me, I don't have time to go to a gym and drive back. That's like another hour, 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back that I don't have to give. And I bet you don't have it either. So working out from home is an awesome way to ensure you get the workout done. All of my programs that I've created on earnthatbody.com, they're home workouts because most of my clients are moms with no time to drive to gyms with their little kiddos. And even a ton of business people do my program because they don't have any extra time to be doing the driving and getting to the gym. So 
definitely pick up one of my home workouts if that's going to help you. Buy a program online. Go to earnthatbody.com. There's also tons of free YouTube videos that you could probably get workouts from. But get something that has a program and a plan so that you can start it and follow through. But again, you do it from home. You don't have to worry with finding that time to get there and get back. Now, I also did a whole podcast called When You Have No Time to Work Out and Eat Healthy. It's number 115. So I definitely recommend go ahead and go back to that episode 115. It might give you some more tips and guidance that you need to really get you started. Now, what about the people that are on the other end of this pendulum, right? You don't work out too much or do you? I think a ton of people don't realize they are working out far too much, right? So now forget the people who aren't working out enough. There's the people who are taking it to a maximum level. And it's hard to believe that you can get too much exercise because all you ever hear is like, the more you work out, the more calories you burn, the more weight you're going to lose. It honestly, it does not work that way. And you can get too much of a good thing. You can have too much water. If you have too much water, you could die. Uh, And I am serious, that has happened. Um, It happens, sadly. Uh, If you eat too many green veggies, you can have a problem. Anything that is done too much is a problem. And although we know that to get stronger and faster, you need to push your body, what people often don't realize is that a solid amount of recovery has to partner with that kind of intense physical exercise. To get stronger and faster and to even lose weight, yes, you do need to push your body, but you also need to have rest and recovery. Rest is a very important part of training. It allows your body to recover for the next workout you're gonna do. And when you do not get enough rest, it can lead to poor performance and a lot of terrible, quite honestly, health problems. Um, pushing too hard for too long, it definitely will backfire over time. And in case you're not sure what, what, what does that look like? How do I know if it's backfiring? Here are some symptoms of too much exercise. Ask yourself if any of these have ever happened to you or are currently happening to you. You might be unable to perform at the same level. So your performance is starting to go down. Say if you're a runner, you're starting to notice that you're getting slower. You are not taking longer periods of rest and you need them. So you're starting to feel like you need to rest a lot more often, but you're not taking it. You're going to feel tired, perhaps, all of the time. Like you're tired during the workout, you're tired all day long, you're tired when you wake up. You could get depression, mood swings. Irritability is a huge one for people who overtrain a lot of sleep disturbance, trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, feeling sore muscles or heavy limbs, getting overuse injuries. So I have a lot of clients who come to me and they're like, oh, my hamstring's injured again. Oh, this time it's my knee. Oh, I just hurt my ankle. So if you're constantly getting these injuries, it's usually a sign of overtraining or working out too much. If you're losing motivation, If you're getting more colds and getting sick all the time, that immunity is basically going down. It's like your body is taking a beating. Um, For some people, they lose a lot of weight during working out too much, but like to the level where it's not the healthy kind of weight loss. 
A lot of people feel tons of anxiety. You can get an elevated resting heart rate. You could get diminished appetite, but I also know a lot of people who overtrain and they just crave more and more food all the time and crave carbohydrates. And then this one is really interesting because it's sort of opposite of losing weight, but a lot of people who work out too much get fat gain. You see, exercise overload is a stress on the body, and that can definitely elevate the levels of that stress hormone called cortisol. Now, over time, that can lead to storage of adipose tissue, as well as inhibit hormones that help increase your muscle. So you might see weight loss, actually, technically, but it's your muscle and not the fat. So it's not the kind of weight loss you're looking for. You don't wanna be losing muscle You want to be losing fat generally for weight loss. So you actually can have an increase in fat. So if you're starting to feel like you're getting more mushy and the muscles aren't there and you're just sort of like fluffy, does that make sense? Um, It could also be because you're just doing too much exercise. Now, I get it. If you love to exercise and you fear not working out, I want you to ask yourself this. If you continue to over-exercise and don't get in the rest days needed, you might actually have to take weeks off of all exercise. That's right, weeks. Can you imagine not working out for weeks? I know that sounds like torture to many of you because it's something that you're used to doing and you love it and you need it. But I'm telling you now, if you're doing too much, you can get to a state of adrenal fatigue where your body just shuts down. And when you get to that point, it takes weeks and weeks of rest to recover. Now, I did do an entire podcast episode on adrenal fatigue, episode number 113. If you feel like your body is headed that way, definitely listen to episode number 113. Now, what can you do to avoid over-exercising or over-training? The first thing that will really help you is you've got to eat enough calories for the level of exercise being done, especially for some of my endurance athletes. I get it. You've got to train several days a week, six, seven days a week. You guys don't take a lot of rest. You better make sure that you're eating enough calories to fuel all of that exercise, and bodily function. That's a key aspect of staying healthy. Another thing you want to make sure you're doing is hydrate sufficiently for all of the workouts that you're doing. Please aim for eight hours of sleep per night. If you're someone who works out a lot, you have to get eight or more hours of sleep. That is when your body is going to recover the best. And stop exercising if you don't feel well. If you're sick, if you're under high stress, go ahead and take a break. Take a day off or stop a workout if it's just you're not feeling it, okay? Another thing you can do is don't make every workout a high-intensity workout. Only really two to three workouts a week should be at that high heart rate, what a lot of people call the HIT training, you know, where the heart rate gets really, really high, um, speed work for the runners, high intensity, power zone training for the bikers. You should not be doing those high intensity workouts more, really more than two times a week. I would say three is an absolute max. The rest of the workouts have to be 
at a very low heart rate. So mostly recovery type days. And probably the most important thing that you can do, even listed by the National Institute of Health, is take a full day off every single week. Did you hear me when I said that? This is not just my opinion. The National Institute of Health recommends that everyone take a full day off every week. Now, what I think is so funny is that so many people then will email me and say, but can I still do yoga on that day? (laughs) Yoga is still exercise, everyone, okay? You should take a full day off every week. If you work out six days a week, I think you earned that one day off. And and if you feel like you can't do it, that's why you should do it. Because maybe you're just a little too addicted to the exercise and your body really needs that time off. Now, how do you know if you are at the extreme, like compulsive side of exercising? Because There's working out too much, and then there's sort of the highest end compulsive exerciser. And according to the National Institute of Health, you should know that if you feel guilty or anxious, if you do not exercise, you might be at that compulsive level. If you continue to exercise, even if you are injured or sick, probably at that compulsive level. If friends, family, or your provider are worried about you and how much you exercise, it's probably you've gone too far, right? And you know what I'm talking about if you're that person because they will ask you like, are you sure you should be working out that much? Or they show a a true concern for your health. So if people are asking you that, I want you to just be aware. Um, If you skip work, school, or social events to exercise, that's telling you something. You know, if you're like, I'm not going to go out tonight with all my friends. It's Friday night, but I have to stay home and work out. If you've already worked out all week and you're going to skip social activities, I want you to note it right now that that's probably a bit too much. And for women, if you stop having a period, and it's not because you're perimenopause or, or menopausal, if you stop having a period, you're a young, healthy woman that could definitely be a sign that you are working out way too much. Now, compulsive exercise may be associated with eating disorders as well, like anorexia and bulimia. It can cause problems with your heart, your bones, your muscles, and your nervous system. And you should truly call a medical professional if you feel like you do have signs of overtraining like more than one to two weeks of feeling a lot of these symptoms that I'm talking about, Um, if you have signs and symptoms of being a compulsive exerciser, if you feel out of control about how much exercise you're doing or even how much you're eating, I definitely recommend that you see a counselor, talk to your doctor, and get that help because people, people overlook working out too much as a disorder. You know, they always look at eating disorders, but really and truly some people are just so obsessed and so compulsive with the exercise that it takes it to a level that is somewhat of truly a disorder. So things to think about, right? So what's the takeaway of this podcast? Well, I don't know if you remember, but I often talk about a teacher in my graduate school and his favorite saying was everything in moderation including moderation. The best way to create a workout plan is to have a plan, first of all, really just setting a plan for your week of workouts. 
I want you to decide which days will be your quality higher heart rate days, which will be your lower heart rate days, which days will you cross train, which days will you take rest. Pay attention to any signs and symptoms that your body is showing you and always, always nourish the body with healthy food and fuel since exercise is such a stress on the body. You then have to really go out of your way to nourish your body with the healthy food because that is the best thing you can do to nourish it. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed the podcast episode even though it was from 2020, even if you had listened to it a year ago, I bet there's a few things that you might have relearned or understood or reminded, things that we all sometimes need to hear once again, right? So thank you so much for joining in today, being a podcast follower, and don't forget, Earn That Body program prices are going up. Give me an email, kim at earnthatbody.com, if you would like to lock in a current price for a program that you can use anytime in 2021. I look forward to hearing hearing from you. And let me tell you, I got great things coming. That's what I'm using August for to come up with some great new programs and ideas just for you. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 